Hey besties, welcome to episode two of my podcast. Let me say podcast. So, um, today we're just going to be like browsing the internet, see what's up with all the new drama, talking about a bunch of things in this one podcast. So, yeah. The first thing I actually want to talk about is Loralee and Manny MUA made a podcast. And it's on it's available on YouTube because I was browsing YouTube for podcasts and I saw this and I was like, okay. So it's called Full Coverage and they... First, up, they uploaded their first episode five days ago, actually. And I didn't actually watch all of it. I was just browsing and I clicked on it. And, yeah. So, uh, what it's about is Dramageddon. Weren't those two canceled? Like, do people, like, still, like, follow them and love them? Well, right now, that video is at 190,000 views. So... Yeah, and they have a verification on YouTube for their podcast show. So I'm guessing people still watch them and stuff. Because the last time I heard of, like, those two was when they were in the drama with Nikita and I think Jeffrey. Yeah, they were in some drama. That's, like, the last I've really heard of them. So the other day, I stumbled up on a Forbes article saying why you should suddenly need why you suddenly need to delete google chrome and i was kind of already pissed off with google for like making me have to go through all of my accounts and change the password and like now when you create like a new account you have to like for the age thing to be approved you have to like um do an ID or something, which I don't like because I don't like the internet knowing everything about me. And I think that's what Google is trying to do. Like making like everyone seen online. Like with all these cookies, policies and all of that. I don't like that at all. So the article first off s- starts off saying a shocking new tracking tracking admission from Google one that hasn't yet made billy made headlines should be serious warning to Chrome's 2.6 billion users. If you're one of them, this nasty new surprise should be a genuine reason to quit. Behind the slick marketing and feature updates, the reality is that Chrome is um, in a mess when it comes to privacy and security. It has fallen behind rivals in protecting users from tracking and data harvesting. Its plan to ditch nasty third-party cookies has been awkwardly postponed, and the replacement technology it said would prevent users being profiled and tracked turning out to have just made everything worse. So since uh, I got a new computer and it's a Microsoft computer, it's a Windows. But I've had a Chromebook before, and that strictly uses a Google Chrome. You know know what I mean? But when I got this Windows computer, I downloaded Opera, because I do use that on my phone and stuff, and I like how it looks. So I got it, the Windows version, and I think it looks pretty nice, honestly. 
and I've been using it a lot more than Google Chrome on my Windows computer. And the, my favorite feature really is like this music player that's on the side dashboard thingy. And you can, and it has like different music sources, so you can get it from SoundCloud, Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, Tidal, and YouTube Music. Like, you can use those, and it's just like this little window that pops out and stuff. I really like that feature, and the home screen is not bad at all. You can change, you can basically do what you do, and you can like download Chrome extensions for Oprah, because I've done that with the Google Tasks, as well as the volume extension that I like to use. So, I think... Oprah could be a really good browser to take from Chrome if you want to switch from Chrome. Because of, like, if you just want to switch in general from, like, Chrome. But the thing is, YouTube is by Chrome and Google and all of that. So you can't exactly make a YouTube account with a different... You know what I'm saying. Like, you can't do that, and that bothers me. Because you can't use a different email or, for example... For existence, you cannot make a YouTube account using a Yahoo email. You have to use a Google email. And that bothers me, honestly. I think Google should change that. But if they do, they're going to probably use a lot of users. Because with all Chrome's, with all Google Chrome's, like, updates and all of that, I'm beginning, I'm beginning to really not like Google. Because I don't even use Google that much on my phone. I use, like, Oprah, the browser that comes with my phone, or Samsung Internet Browser. That's the browsers that I like to use. I don't even use Google that much. And that is saying something, because, like, I was an avid Google user. But then, like, in recent years, since, like, online school, I've been just, like, venturing out to try other browsers, honestly. So, yeah. So you can go read that article by Forbes if you want to like know more about it. I just wanted to rant quickly about that. Then earlier today, I saw a story by The Verge that's talking about how Android 12 lets you control your phone with facial features. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, is this like really a necessary thing that we need? Like, yeah, it could be cool to have, but is this, like, necessary? I feel like they're just overdoing it now with the technology. Because, really, control your phone with your facial just out. How would that work, honestly? Uh, if you want to know more about that, you can go read the article by The Verge. And it's written by Barbara Kranznoff. I'm probably saying that wrong, but... Yeah. So, the first paragraph of this article says, A new accessibility feature that is being introduced with Android 12 allows you to control your screen using facial gestures. Raise eyebrows, smile, open mouth, look up, look left, look right. This feature, called Camera Switches, uses the phone's camera to watch for these gestures and allow them to signal simple screen operations. These operations include go to the next access, what? Actionable screen object, select an object, go to the previous object, touch and hold, scroll forward, scroll backward, 
you can also pause the camera switch itself is this necessary that's really my question just like is this necessary i feel like doing this all the time would just like get you dizzy like imagine scrolling through tiktok and just like nodding your head down each time you want to scroll the tiktok like i feel like that would just like give you a serious headache what what do you think i don't even know so for this next topic it's <laughs> the source is my friend <laughs> dakari he has an instagram i'll see if i can link it in like the like the description of this post but um he said the barbs are dragging normani on twitter I don't even really use Twitter that often, so I don't get the tea from Twitter at all, because I don't be using Twitter like that. So, they say she's trying to collab with Doja, and she also collabed with Cardi. And y'all know Cardi and Nicki is like oil and water, they don't mix, they don't get along. The barbs, so he's saying the barbs don't like Normani. So they don't want the Princess of Rap to collab with her. Yeah, because they, people have been saying Doja is like the upcoming Nicki Minaj. I like Doja's music. Like, I listen to it all the time. I like Woman. Like, you know, like her recent songs. I like Woman. And I like niggas ain't shit that one so yeah <laughs> that's like tea from kari so you're welcome for that so this next topic i got from the youtuber black tea blog and i'm an avid watcher of her she's funny too so like yeah you go watch her so it's from her video called "The Baby Officially Uncancelled" in quotation marks. Nicki Minaj and Elton John Hugh. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry, but it's spelled Hugh. So announcement tomorrow. So that's like the title of this video that I'm getting this tea from. So y'all remember the the baby's little stunt at one of his concert when. He offended gay people and people with HIV. Yeah. So, now he met with an organization called 9HIV. And he apologized and got educated on HIV. So, yeah. So, what this organiz organization said, quote, The open letter to the baby was our way to extend him the same grace each of us would hope for our goal was to call him in instead of calling him out we believe that if he connected with black leaders living with hiv that a space for community building and healing could be created we are encouraged he swiftly Answered our call and joined us in a meaningful dialogue and a thoughtful educational meeting. 
During our meeting, the baby was genuinely engaged, apologized for the inaccurate and hurtful comments he made about people living with HIV, and received our personal stories and the truth about HIV and its impact on black and LGBTQ communities with deep respect. It continues, we appreciate that he openly and eagerly participated in this forum of black people living with HIV, which provided him an opportunity to learn and to receive accurate information. End quote. Also, Marnina Miller of the Southern AIDS Collotation, who participated in the meeting, said in the statement, quote, the baby's willingness to listen, learn, and grow can open the door and to an entirely new generation of people to do the same, end quote. Now for my thoughts. This does not excuse his behavior at all, but it's good that he's been educated. So if he ever catches himself in another situation like this, down he goes because he got educated so even if he's educated and he still said those he's ignorant yeah that's really my thoughts on this whole situation uh i don't have aids nor am i in the lgbtq community so i can't accept his apology for them yeah so this next topic is from the YouTube channel Spill Sash and it's about Jeffree Star having a farm in Wyoming which if we're being honest who would see Jeffree not even in a million years being on a farm but it also says that he's not happy about some of the articles that are written about him accusing him of some certain things so this ranch or farm is called Star Yak Ranch Mm-hmm. Maybe he's trying to be unproblematic. Oh, well. So, the tea here is that people are concerned with Jeffrey's intention with these yak. So, he's been using these to promote his Star Ranch makeup collection. Um, I've, I've never bought a Jeffree Star makeup palette ever in my life. I mean, I'm 14. Um, I feel like since the drama getting with James, Tati, Shane, and everybody, um, James, uh, not James, uh, anyways, did y'all hear that James lost his star on his verification, basically, on Snapchat? Yeah, but... I don't think people have really been talking about Jeffrey's makeup since that whole drama scandal happened. Yeah, but... Mm -hmm. So, apparently, or... Um, so, apparently, yaks are worth a lot of money, I guess. Uh, to be specific, their parts. So, like, people are, are like, maybe he's going to sell the parts or whatever because maybe Jeffree Star is losing, his, is losing his bag. Maybe his bag is drying up, you know? Uh, I don't know. Jeffrey could be a bad person, but I don't know. I don't know Jeffrey personally. You don't know Jeffrey personally. 
I'm not defending Jeffrey at all. I'm just saying we don't know people's business. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but seriously, what, what are he, what's he gonna do with the yaks? Like, go from makeup to animals? That's a bit weird, if I must say. So now, uh, allegedly, I think, um, Shane Dawson is coming back to YouTube. But he's waiting on inspiration, quote-unquote, inspiration, air quotes, inspiration. Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't trust Shane Dawson. I've never watched him, even, like, before the scandal thingy. Uh, I've heard about him, but I've never really cared too much. Never watched him. You know, all of that stuff, I can say it. I'm not but I don't know how someone can possibly still have followers after the things that have come out about Shane. And yes, people change, blah, blah, blah. But those were some really questionable and nasty and disgusting things that he did. So I don't get how someone can come back from that. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he could, he could become a ghost rat or something. I don't know. Uh, what is, what is he known for? Conspiracy theories, right? So maybe he could like write a book about conspiracy theories. Here I am giving Shane Dawson ideas. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Uh, okay. The only thing I've really watched with Shane Dawson is the whole thing he did with Jeffrey. Because at a certain point in life, like maybe two months, I was watching a couple of Jeffrey Star videos. I was getting into those videos. And then boom, this whole drama stuff came out with Shane, Jeffrey, James, Tati, all of these people. And I was like, no sir, no ma'am run away <laughs> and then you know you know you know you know the deal so i came across this tiktok today and it was about a parallel world in antarctica um did i like it probably not do i remember who's probably not but if there were and like the like the world is hiding this from us blah 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 Let's all be honest, the government, the people at the top, they all hide shit from us, from the general public. So I don't know why you're surprised. We could be the parallel world and the government wouldn't tell us because why would they? Why would they? Uh, I don't know anything about that. I'm not uh, too much of a conspiracist person or people that like to know about other places on this continent. As far as I know, we have seven. Not on this continent, in this universe, world, or whatever. But as far as I know, I have seven continents. We have seven continents. Uh, not, okay. Never mind that. Let's go to something much more interesting, I guess. Unless you're someone that likes conspiracy theories. <coughs> At this point, I'm just talking about random topics or things that I've come across. But I tried watching Teen Wolf. I'm probably going to try again another day. But I tried watching it. I only ended up watching one episode because I have show anxiety. Is that even a real thing? I don't know. But, like, shows give me anxiety, honestly, when people are making stupid decisions. And you're like, no, don't do that. You know, uh, I'm that person that will, like, shout out the screen on the TV or, like, just completely stop watching what I'm watching if the person's being stupid because I just can't take the idiosity of it all. Mm, yeah. I just can't, so, 
that's what happened. I tried only one episode, and I'll probably try another game. But my friend Shauna, uh, she likes it. I think she finished watching it like two days before I started. Uh, and she likes it. She said I should watch it. But I tried, and that didn't work out. So, yeah. Honestly, Netflix shows or just like shows in general is on in is getting very much uninterested to me. Like I'm still waiting for season three of Never Have I Ever. Yep, and they left us on a cliffhanger in Guinea and Georgia, and I'm waiting for that too. So yeah, I have like a whole thing coming out about how these shows really lack interest, honestly, because so. Yeah. Okay, so just as I was just now scrolling down my feed thingy, um, I came across this article by the insider that was uploaded five hours ago that says, Meet Piper Raquel, the 14-year-old, the same age as me, YouTuber who posted a bikini photo that Pink calls out. Uh, when I clicked on the Google thing, it did not say that. It said something about being exploited. So, the Google thing that I saw was, who is Papa Raquel? 14-year-old, what? 14-year-old, pink accused of being exploited. Uh, so, I'm going to talk about this. I've watched a few Piper Raquel videos and her whole squad, and it's honestly a bit frightening how much content they all upload. I think they all up like upload every day, like mass upload. These these kids mass upload videos, and I do watch their videos sometimes. I am not with Piper's music though. Um, <laughs> that needs work a lot actually. I am not with Piper's music. I'm not hating on her. But I she needs work with the music, okay? Like, everybody's trying to make music now. Not everybody got the voice for that or the songwriting skills. So, either get songwriters or something. I, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. So, this article says that Piper Raquel denied that she had been exploited by her parents after Pink tweeted about photos of her in a bikini. Just look at Danielle Khan. I mean, we're not even gonna go there because that's a whole different story, whole different ball game, whole different everything. So this article says that on Sunday, the singer Pink, whose real name is Alicia Beth Moore, tweeted about photos of Raquel in a bikini that were posted on her official Instagram account. Quote, How many kids like Piper Raquel are being exploited by their parents? And at what point do the rest of us say this isn't okay for a 13-year-old to be posting in a bikini whilst her mother take the photo? End quote. In an interview with Today Parents, Raquel said that, quote, pictures of teenagers in bikinis having fun are not sexual, but only are if you view us that way. She and her mother, all, end quote, 
She and her mother also pushed back against the tweet in a statement to Insider. Raquel's mother, Tiffany, told Insider in an email statement that she wanted to support her daughter's passions and protect her. Raquel, they, um, quote-unquote, use protect, you know, protect is in quotation marks in this article. Raquel also told today parent that she didn't believe Pink had watched her YouTube videos because if she did, she'd see it's just my friends and me having fun and acting like ourselves. Now, I want to talk about, uh, this deserves, like, it's a whole different article, whole different, uh, podcast, whole different video, whole different everything, but I just want to kind of touch on the topic of adults and the sexualization of children. So, I came across a TikTok, actually, that said, if I'm too young to be, if you say that I'm too young to be wearing this, this is from, like, a child's Alright, so, like, if I, so if you say to a child that you're too young to be wearing this, then you, then they're way too young for you to be sexualizing them. And I agree with that. So, honestly, this could go both ways. Maybe, like, they are actually being explicit and maybe they aren't actually, but you're just being dramatic and over, and then you are just like sexualizing that child. Uh, which I get both ways, but you have to look on this on like different angles. And I have watched Piper's videos before, and they aren't really anything explicit, even though they have spouses at such a young age. But it could be a show for social media, uh, maybe. If you know who's, like, my favorite out of the squad, it's Eliana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like people will say she acts too grown up based on, like, the clothes she wears because she wears, like, a lots of heels and stuff. But I think she's pretty and she can do whatever she wants as long as her mom approves of that. I'm not sure if she has a dad. She probably does, but I've never really seen him on camera. I've only really seen her mom, Yolanda. And if you did not know, Eliana was on Dance Moms, I think, one of the time. So for dancing so inside this article they input um, something from someone named Courtney Sutton a former model who said they were groomed as a child and she told her thoughts she said her two cents basically on Pink's tweet concerning Piper Raquel quote she said quote it's hard for children to separate attention they receive online from predatory behavior from adults. She also said, um, not in quote at all, so let's continue this. It's our responsibility as a society to set up and protect our kids as much as we can from falling victim to this cycle of digital grooming. As adults, we can see what they can't, end quote. Um, you can just really tell I'm just getting used to this whole podcast thing Eventually, I'll get better at it. So, yeah. That's really all I'm going to say on this topic. But I really hope it's not anything like that for Piper. So, really, this is it for this podcast. And I'm calling this Spilled Topics because it has a bunch of different topics that I 
discussed because I saw on the internet over the past few days. Yeah? Mm hmm. So, yeah, have an amazing day. Um, yeah, goodbye.